What do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. Good evening, Murfreesboro. This is Mr. Murfreesboro, also known as Bill Wilson, and we're in the studio tonight at WGNS 1450 AM or 100.5 FM talk radio here in downtown Murfreesboro. Uh, Michael Lynn is not here tonight. She's uh, on her way to Mississippi. Um, She had a death in the family, so let's keep her uh, in our prayers, her she gets down there safe and everything gets, you know, for her dad. But I'm excited tonight her because – Her dad passed away? No, not her dad's. Her, her dad's best friend. Oh, I gotcha. But I'm excited tonight because we're joined in the studio by an old Berwin and an old friend of mine. And it's Father's Day. And I, let me go ahead and tell you who it is. It's John C. Jones, the one and only John C. Jones. Would you like to – Say something. Well, thank you for having me, Bill. It's been a long time. We've talked about it, and had a great Father's Day weekend. And uh, this is just the icing on the cake. <laughs> I'm usually in bed thirty minutes ago. I know. I do. I can't believe you did this, but I really I know, appreciate man. you it's doing I it. I love you, baby. I love you too, buddy. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what it's like being a father. We're talking about fatherhood. You may hear some stories uh, tonight. We got Jackson on the board tonight, who actually looks just like a little bit of John Lennon and Julian Lennon, that mustache. Wouldn't you, doesn't he look like a Lennon? I like the stash. Always, everyone always says that. I don't see it. It's I've a never cool, seen. Well, you know what? It might be the glasses, me? too. It's the glasses. That's yeah. what I was just about to yeah. say. People say it's the glasses, but... A little bit of, but uh, I like the stash. He's rocking a cool stash. Yeah, I like the stash. A little bit, and I like the martini (laughs) shirt. It's kind of got a Frank, kind of a Brat Pack vibe going on. (laughs) I strive for style. What can I say? Well, hey man, you're doing it, man. You're doing it. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, man. How you been doing? I'm doing good. Good. I know. I know. Father's Day. I did. I did. William and I got to go. I uh, took him out to eat, or he took me out to eat. Where'd y'all go? We went to Jonathan's. Mm, yum, yum. Yeah, it was really, had I had a prime rib. Prime rib or prime, prime rib sandwich? Uh, no. <laughs> a prime rib I with like a baked it. potato. Cool. What about you? Did y'all cook out? Man, we did. We really didn't. Uh, they kind of let me have my day. I played golf this morning. The camp with Jack, my oldest son, had a camp last night, as you know. You were there. Um, football camp, and we kind of... We helped with that, and it just kind of wore us out. I got up and played golf, and then I came home and took a nap. I can't tell you the last time I've taken a nap. Uh, so you got to watch the U.S. Open. What did you think about that? that, that was, was, I thought it was awesome. That uh, Bella Torres, uh Yeah. Uh, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Is he from England or yeah, Ireland? Yeah. He has kind of an Irish name, but, yeah, he's from England. 
<laughs> yeah, he does have Irish. You know, Fitzpatrick. But he was, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Ron Fitzpatrick. Right. right. Pretty smart no, quarterback from Harvard. It's kind of a cool story because he, he, um, he won the U.S. Amateur there in at that historic course in in, in Boston um, in 2013, and then he won his first major there today. And that was which is kind of cool. Yeah, only the second male to do that. Nicholas did that at Pebble Beach. Really, mm-hmm. I was kind of pulling for that. Uh, Ze- is it Zelatoris? Zelatoris, yeah. Which is I looked his name up and it's a I thought it would be like Greek or Italian. Yeah, yeah. it's English. English is yeah. it really? No, I really. Thought that either. No, but he's he's, he's a, a young gun. Yeah, young, young, heck of a player. I mean, not a real big guy. He really. I mean, he played well. That guy just made some putts, but it was cool. Either one of them, I would have been happy with. Right. Well, and then uh, the ex, the guy that went last year, Rom. Yeah, big dude, he big can boy, draw, big big boy, Span- Spaniard. He's a Spaniard. Um, he was in the hunt. He kind of fell off. Today. Yeah, yeah. He's a good player. Yeah, a lot of good young players. A lot of good young players. So you played golf today. I did. Um, and then you you took a nap. What time did you take a nap? About three. And no, got- no. I got I played early. I, I probably about one or so. I kind of I started watching U.S. Open. I conked out. Golf's a great sedative. I mean, it will put you to sleep. You've just started playing a lot because yeah, I know about two years ago. I have a story about, and you you you'll remember this. I played with you and your father at the country club one time. Oh my gosh, it was a long time ago. That- no, and and I swear to you, it was oh. on. There was a uh, I don't know which number it was, but it was a par five. Mm-hmm. And I hit the ball in on my second shot. Wow. Do you do you not remember that? I think that? I would remember you, the double eagle, you, but it makes for a hell of a story. <laughs> what about? Do you remember when I had the hole in one at the VA with your uh, cousin Trey Randolph? It was uh, no. You, yeah, you do. I had a, a hole in one. I think it was on number five or six, going down. It was a par th- right from the old AGR house. Wow. Uh, wow. It was a hit with a uh, like a seven iron, eight iron bounce, boom, in. boom, right in. And you're one of the first people I called. And I think what I was I working say? for you. You're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you didn't believe it. I've never had one, so I was probably, probably a little, little, too nice. je- little jealousy, but it's, jealous. it's okay. But no then doubt. I called, I called you and I called my brothers. And uh, but anyway, it's anyway. it's 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 a, it's, a, it's a easy thing. I mean, it's not an easy thing. We've uh, we've grown up here together, haven't we, buddy? We're not too, there's not too many native Murfreesboroans left. What? Well, I'm a little older than you. Three Couple, years. Three years. Mm-hmm. I'll be. 57 in March. And here's what's wild is John is born on March 1st mm-hmm. and I'm born on March 2nd. And uh, that's, that's always, very, that's how I remember you. That's you're, very interesting. You're one and two. It is. But uh, yeah, we, we grew up here. You and I can remember on a Saturday, we'd get up, go over to Russ and Kurt Haynes' house to play basketball. You remember yep. there? I mean, back, all, all my friends back, lived in Riverview. Back when kids used to play outside. They had bicycles, and they would. Ride. <laughs> I literally would tell my parents we were, you know, riding our bike down Bravel to Frankside GA. Mm-hmm. But what Dave and I would really do, we would ride over towards Riverview, and and I. You rode all the way over. there? Rode on our bikes. Wow, it's a long way down Jones Boulevard and mm-hmm. down Battleground, and then well Northfield. But we, you and I, can remember when there was probably thirty, forty thousand people lived in Murfreesboro. Yep. Isn't that wild? I, man, I think it was like, I think when we were growing up, is like 25,000 or something in the city limits. In the middle was only like eight or nine, eight, seven thousand, probably when we were kids. Exactly. Like yeah, it was crazy. 
I like to see your old pictures on uh, your oh, Facebook. It yeah. brings back memories. You like that? Uh, I got well, a question you. for you. Okay, here we go. Where do I get the pictures of from? growing <laughs> up here? Okay. And it can be current. It could be back in the past. Best cheeseburger in Murfreesboro as a kid. As a kid? Well, I mean, I don't even know if Buster's. Was Buster's even around? Buster's. Yeah, I think it was around. But, I mean, I don't really remember going to it until I was, like, in high school maybe or something. Yeah. Uh, the Shoney's Big Boy was good. That's <laughs> I mean, all we had, man. I know. That's all we had, really. Yeah, you know, I was telling my kids, when we, were, when we were growing up in the 70s, like, there wasn't a ton of restaurants, but Shoney's was a big night. You know what I mean? If you got exactly. to go to Shoney's, I mean, just going out to eat was kind of a It was a deal. big to do, wasn't it? Yeah. Birthdays, you'd always go to Shoney's and get the free whatever. Well, they had that good uh, strawberry pie mm-hmm. with that gel, the gel. My favorite hamburger. I liked, uh, you remember Rebel Made? Rebel Made. That's that Rebel Made. Snow White. I'll tell, tell you, underrated cheeseburger uh, was Golf's Market. Golf's also had barbecue. Yep, but I love their burgers. He never cleaned that grill. What about Pope Taylor's but barbecue? That made them good. Yeah, Pope Taylor's. That when I was a kid, I mean, I, that was the only barbecue joint I remember. You had to drive all the way out, over two or three Bay miles. Yeah, yeah. It, but it, it made it worth the wait. It was real dark in there. Mm-hmm. You kind go, of, kind of, kind of had an element of seediness. Good. Uh, like good fellas, <laughs> good. <laughs> that, it was. It's like, are and they, they doing more than barbecue here? <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. Well, that that's another story. But Jackie actually Goff, found out later. Than yeah, her. I yeah, yeah. About that, Jackie Golf had the good uh, burgers and barbecue too. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, I remember getting beer from uh, that. Uh, he would keep his Boston butts in the same cooler where the beer was, <laughs> yeah. and you'd be drinking beer and. And you like turn it up, and it smell like it uh, smell like uh, barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> what else did we do? Let's see. I know that we went to uh, Bill's Market. You what remember was that? that was in Woodbury to get the spring water. Oh yeah, Which you was probably just, didn't do that though. No, I would not do. You're such one of those things, country club boys. So were you? Well, dude, we 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 belonged a little bit at the country club and uh, Moose Club. You remember going to the Moose? Well, you probably didn't go to the Moose Club. I went to the Moose Club. We there's, would dart. They're, they're shutting down that restaurant I saw. It's called uh, Ichiban. Ichiban. Yeah. Ichiban. Ichiban. <laughs> That's a big building, man. They it's had, an old building, though. Back in the day, Country Club had the high dive. The Moose I Club did. had all, you know, it was it was packed over there, but we across traffic just dart over and then go up I'll to I'll tell the, you a funny story about my dad. Yeah, I want to hear some stories. At the Moose Club. So this is back in the 70s, and they had a a, a band there one night. And this is back, you know, things were a little more formal back then. And Dad was a very stylish man, a lot like uh, this Jackson, ha- this handsome gentleman. Jackson Lennon. He's very stylish, had his own look, liked to wear nice clothes. He was in like a, this was 70s, so he had like a really nice leisure, like a, like a, like a John Travolta type, you know. That, mm. And his hair was like purple. Collar yeah. open, that kind of thing. Yeah. Had a nice little suit on. Mm. Um or whatever you call those things. And uh, so he gets to Moose Club, and there's some old guy. He said the guy taking his money had on like a clip-on tie that probably hit him about right mid-chest and told him he couldn't get in without a tie. And, of course, my dad was offended because his suit 
was ex- expensive and he felt slighted. He felt slighted and felt. So what did he say? Offended. To, let's he, hear some of his vo- his voice. He told him. He said. He told the guy. He said, "Hey man, if you uh, if you caught on fire, it'd be about ten dollar loss." <laughs> <laughs> and his father, by the way, you'd have to was know Johnny Jones. Really appreciate that. And he was a character. He and my father, Florida Wilson, were were friends and. They were, I mean, just to listen to him. Yeah, Floyd, your dad was a character he'd, for sure. He'd grab like, your finger dude. and try to break your. He'd always try to go, try to pull your pinky out of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, Johnny would have it. He'd have a, a suit on. I mean, it was like a like a two thousand dollars suit, and he'd have house shoes on every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, and he'd be no he'd, socks. He'd be in his office. He was in commercial real estate. He actually developed tell us a little bit about what all did he develop because he was well, one know, of the very first ones right to, to bring the, murfreesboro in the 70s later. he he had a just a local kind of just small town real estate auction company and uh like everybody and he kind of always had a fascination i think with commercial development and stuff so the first thing i can remember he kind of did was the um I can't remember what they called it. Was it uh, the mall, right? Kmart and Kroger? It was Kmart. It, it uh, wasn't. It's where Crunch is now. Yeah. It, it was indoor. Now they brought all the fronts out, but you could walk. They had an arcade over there, too. Yeah, Walgreens was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom's shop was there. Yeah. So they did that. And, um, that know. was in the 70s? Was yeah, it 70s? Se- uh, mid-70s? Mid-70s, I'd say. Around 76, 77, yeah. right in there, I think. I remember when that Hardee's came in right there. We thought that was just awesome. What about that big slide? The slide, And yeah. you, like, burn That was a your, big deal, man. And when it was summertime, if you slid down, it, like, your skin would melt. Yeah, it was hot. Huh? Right. I forget what they call it. I got a picture of that on the mm-hmm. Mr. Murfreesboro page. If we won our Little League baseball game, uh, the coat, uh, it was old Joel Voss. He would buy everybody. Joel Voss. We got to go over there. Man, it was so much fun. Such yeah. a big deal to us. It was. I mean, the the, the indoor arcade was that was entertainment. Silver Shack. Yeah, was that the Silver Shack? Yep. I was going to ask you, what did we do for for fun back in the day? I mean, I guess we went it, over there. Yeah, but and then you remember uh, going to Hickory Hollow was a lot. That of was fun. a big that to was do. A huge or going thing. out to eat in Nashville. Oh yeah, that was like down there at the uh, on Murfreesboro Road was where all the all the, like uh, the what was it called? Denim and Diamonds quarter, and I can't, no, El Chico. El Chico's uh, Fifth Quarter. Finnegan's. Okay, Bennigan's. Well, look, we're we're going so good. We're oh, going we to take a break. A break. Who, we're here with John C. Jones. Who, who's can I do the read? Who Just tell we're going to break. We'll be back in about All eight right. minutes. Okay, <laughs> we'll be back in eight minutes with John C. Jones. Drake's Barbershop began when local resident Robert Drake opened the business in 1972. Veteran Jason Rigney purchased the business in 2003, and this kept Drake's Barbershop a staple here in Murfreesboro. Jason has kept the legacy alive and they will be celebrating their 50th anniversary on July 16th at the shop, so make plans to come and join the celebration. There will be live music and food. It starts at 8.30 and runs till 3 p.m. Veterans receive a discount for haircuts. You can follow them on their Facebook page at Drake's Barbershop. Who do you call when you drop your wireless device? Call iFix Wireless at 615-845-8113 or stop by and see took at 1433 Warrior Drive. They are locally owned and operated. For all of your wireless device maintenance, go and see iFix Wireless near the corner of Warrior Drive and New Salem Highway. You can also follow them on their Facebook page at iFix Wireless. 
Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Did you know there is a new title and escrow company in town and they have 20 plus years of experience in the business for all of your real estate closings contact authority title at 615-819-5880 you can also stop by their brandy wine office located at 319 hickerson drive just off of the square they are our preferred real estate partner you can also follow them at authoritarians escrow on facebook Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parts Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. You can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Find your next car at Car One. We carry an assortment of makes and models to fit every budget and lifestyle. Head to our website, car1tn.net, to see our inventory and specials. Financing is available. Call us at 615-962-9450 or 615-653-7298. Car One, your one-stop shop. Located at 232 Southeast Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Hello, Murfreesboro. It's Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro, and we are joined in the studio with John Jones, the one and only. We're getting into telling stories here. Uh, some we're going to talk about, some we're not. Some we might. Some we might. Some we might, if you don't behave. So tell us about how football's affected your life through the, through uh, the years. You, you were a... A star player at Riverdale High School. Do you want to go back to junior? Who was your? Who'd you play for? Junior pro? Frank Side GA Woodfins. Yeah, we had all of them. Like Mac Tweet. He was Mac. he was the best uh, coach ever. He's like Lombardi of 
junior pro football. We Matthew's father-in-law. Yeah. Yep. Six best team I've ever been on. Who all? Do you remember who all was on there? Um, Kelvin Martin, who was the late Kelvin Martin. Yeah. Uh, Pat Moore. Pat Moore. Junior um, was a running back. A kid named Hal Moffat who moved away, who was a heck of an athlete. I, I've always wondered what happened to him. He was such a good athlete. I'll tell you how good we were. Jeff Rogers was our quarterback. All he had to do was hand off. That's all he did was hand off. Well, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, we love Jeff to death, but he'd never be accused of being a great athlete. I think he's a state form major. State form major in Chattanooga. Yeah, uh, but he just had to hand off to those two guys. I can't see Vaughn Dotson was Vaughn VD. Well, Vaughn and uh, who else? We had some good. Job play it. Uh, it wasn't even. It I mean, good? we were pretty talented, but I mean, Mac was so. Uh, Organized. I mean, we watch game film. Did you really? We were not 10 years old, and we watched game film at his house every Sunday. And you get a wow. sticker if you graded, kind of like you do in college. You right. Get, if you graded over like 80%, you get a sticker. Wow. And uh, we'd watch the uh, – he, he would show the NFL blooper video after we were done. And we yeah, it was awesome. That was a treat to see the – that was a big thing. He said thing. if we won – if we went – he said if we went undefeated and unscored on, he would let us go around town square – chanting we're number one and mr <laughs> mr marr took us in his old truck we're all sitting back there and we went and uh celebrated at b and l pizza awesome on main Bobby street canterbury yeah yeah on east main that's awesome dude that i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that taylor wright was one of my coaches big taylor taylor was awesome taylor would show i was here's the thing about taylor he would show up about 20 30 minutes late to practice it was like the bad news bears would be out there beating the hell out of each other yeah and uh he would show up in his old riviera he's a he was a he was like a state he was a real estate guy yeah but he would stay late and he would carry i mean he put eight kids in that car and carry them home have his know. windbreaker on <laughs> but he was no he'd come out there in his he'd come out there in his like professional clothes take off his blazer and coach ball put a spot built and then i had randy Wright as a uh Taylor was laid back. He was yeah. a player's coach. Yeah. Randy, Randy was What's up uh, in your face. Randy was a dictator. Was he? But very effective. Really? That's wild that you uh, that y'all got to watch game film at age nine or ten. So really, you had a passion for football. Yeah. At a young age, which I carried did. on. Well, that I man I was a fat kid, so that's about the only place a fat kid can. Tell us about swim lessons at Oakland's pool. When you. <laughs> I didn't do swim lessons. Or was it Central? Was it? We did it. No, no, we did swim at Oakland's, you and David did. David Prince was our uh, was one of the lifeguards. Yep. And Oakland's uh, pool. Oakland's pool. People don't realize there was an Oakland's pool yeah, there. Right time, James House uh, was a young. He's like sixteen, and some some redneck guy was there saying things he shouldn't. And <laughs> he's an old dude, like you know, like older guy. And I mean, James just took a bat to that dude. Really? Yeah. You didn't mess with James House. No. Ja- and James, uh, talking about a, a athlete that went on and played. Unbelievable. Yeah, he and Ricky he Wade. Carried, he carried that '84 Oakland team. I mean, he's unbelievable. I mean, they had a lot of good players, but there was a whole bunch. When of you them. think about it, James ran for 2,000 yards that year, and I bet he averaged 15 tackles. As a linebacker, yep. was he a linebacker? I mean, think about that. Played both ways, and was that and was that effective on both sides of the ball? He had to be tired, man. Uh, you wouldn't know it. He was. He was a man. He was a man. No doubt. And now he's uh, he is working here in Murfreesboro, uh, selling cars at City, City Auto. Yeah. Now, did he go Good to A and M first, or did he go to Mississippi State? A and M, and then I think he followed. I can't remember. Did Jackie Jackie Cheryl go from there to Mississippi? State? Oh. I don't know. He went to. He ended up in Mississippi. State. Oh, we've got a phone call. Oh, okay. For, who we got? Who do we have here? Caller, you're on there. Joe, 
Doggett. How you doing? It's Jeff Neal. How you doing? Jeff Neal, the great one. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? How's your daughter doing? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Well, I got two. Yeah, I got one that just got. I got the basketball. Oh, the one you saw playing soccer. Um, she is going to Belmont this year. Uh, she just graduated this year. Going to Belmont next year. Yeah. How you doing, man? So, I'm doing pretty good. I was. Uh, I, I know Jack's doing well. Saw the pictures from football camp. So. Yeah, yeah. You should have come out there, man. Done, I, I done a little article. Well. I know he's doing well, but well, I was going to say, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of uh, t- Tennessee Tech? I know you're a Tennessee Tech alum. Are you going to play in the golf tournament soon? Or are you man, no. Uh, it's going to be in July, and unfortunately, we're going to be on vacation while it's going on. But it'll be the first one I've missed in a while. The alumni thing, which is always nice to go back to. I hate I'm missing it. I was going to say, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Tennessee is going to? I know your, I know your sons. He's a bottom. I know he's a piece Tennessee. Of you are too. I'm sure. I think they're going to win. Oakland, too. Oakland, Oakland football. You asking football. me Tennessee's prediction? Yeah, what Tennessee and Oakland? The Tennessee balls and Oakland. The balls. They're going fifth. They're going to win the national championship. Okay. When 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 they, when they beat Alabama, you let me know when they. When they <laughs> well, you asked my opinion, man. I they're going to win the national championship. Army. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we always beat Kentucky somehow, even when y'all are supposed to be good. Well, we, we, we still won 10 games, though, if he said it. Oh, here we go. He lost to the balls. But anyway, uh, maybe next year. Hey, Jeff, I got a question for you. Did uh, Who won the vintage baseball game today? Oh, I seen you that on Facebook. Stone Shiver Scouts won. They won twenty-one to five. Good. They have twenty-one to five. Yeah, they had the bats. We need to go. They played like it's eighteen sixty-four. Really? Yeah, they play barehanded. They oh barehanded. We we should try out. What do you think? Who's the best player out there? I don't know. Uncle Jesse. Steve. Steve Balboni. No, Steve Balboni was a hoss, man. He was. He was. Buttermilk and Commodore, but enjoy y'all show. Join the members. I love you, Jeff. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, buddy. Do we have another caller? Okay. Caller? Caller, you're on there. Yeah, Joe Dubin, man. Joe. Hey, Joe. No, that ain't Joe. That's Austin. Yeah. Hey, Hey, Austin. Hey, Austin. Hey, Bill. Hey, I didn't. I just wanted you to know you got football royalty sitting next to you. Oh, God. This guy must be running for all. Oh, he is running for Oh, he is. Uh, (laughs) Is it county commissioner? No, it's not county commissioner. No, I know that. I am running for office. But the star of the show is John John Jones, who is the Riverdale Football Hall of Fame inductee in 2010. That's right. Austin, you're you're too kind. You're too kind. Now, Jug, you need to tell them that story about when you got inducted. Okay. Uh, about which Coach one? Fisher. Oh, the, the one where Pops? he ran, he okay. ran yeah, that yeah, play yeah. about okay. 10 times yeah. in a row. So yeah. I'm going to hang up. And All right. You Thanks, Austin. Okay. So we're playing Father Ryan. We ran the wing tee. Dean Fisher was our coach who just passed away this past yeah. year. Loved him yeah, to death. Yeah, good man. Good man. He's a big wing tee guy. So we ran – we're playing uh, Father Ryan, and we ran this play, which is the signature play of our offense, called the 28-buck sweep. And I was a pulling guard, so I had to run out. You know, every play I had to run out and lead block. So we ran it. We got five or six yards. We ran it. We got seven or eight yards. We ran it. We got another – when we were just ripping them. And right. Kept calling 28. Ran about five or six times in a row, right down the field. I was I was gassed. I was gassed because I was pulling guard, right? Right. So, Father Ryan called timeout to kind of regroup. This is in an era where TSAA would let the coaches come out on the field. So, they came out to the huddle. Coach Fisher came out there. I said, Coach, 
I mean, my hands are on my knees, you know. I'm just like, Coach, I'm sick. Why we keep running 28? And he looked me right in the eyes and he goes, Hey, Joe, you got a popsicle? You lick it. <laughs> so uh, I guess that means if it ain't broke, don't fix don't it. Don't fix know, it. Yeah. So first time I ever heard that cliche, and it, it was, and I've never heard it since. Never heard it since. But it worked, but it, I got it. That's awesome, man. I, I never w- had the athletic ability, but I was a f- uh, football manager. Manager. In yeah. 81 through 84. And, I, I heard, I, and Phil Watts. I heard you made some really mean Gatorade. Yeah. Coach Coach Watts <laughs> would go down there. Reckless abandon. Run down there with reckless. Man, we were playing Franklin County. I think it was it was a playoff game down in Franklin County. Of course, John Neal and I are having to get up on the roof trying to catch the football through, you know, field goals and right. stuff. And I remember they kept – we had a, a wide receiver named John Beard who was – he was All-State, mm-hmm. went on to play at Memphis State. And uh, we had another guy named Carl Atkins. He was number 36. John Beard was number one. And they kept keying in on John Beard. We, we go in halftime. And uh, Carl so, Atkins, I don't remember. Well, he uh, it, uh Chet? No, Chet not Chet Atkins. Football. But they changed jer- they, they changed jerseys at halftime, which was probably a TWS Hey, the old sneakeroo. Did you never did you never did that, did you? No, I never changed Okay. Jerseys. Well, so you played at Riverdale, you're in the Hall of Fame, you played at Tech. Who was your quarterback? Burt Brown? Was Burt, it? Burt Brown. Who were the guys on you? Johnny Orr? Johnny Orr, you know some you, of those guys. At United Cell, you remember? I've won yep. $500, and yep. so can you. Yep. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. That's some good guys. Yeah. Uh, two guys from my high school went with me, Alfonso Alexander, who's still a good friend today and a great man. He went. Yeah. And uh, Rice Bennett, who's who passed away, right. uh, who was a heck of a player, right. also but went with us. It was a, yeah, good good people, good players. Mm-hmm. Um. Who was y'all's big rivalry at Tech besides Middle? I mean, Middle, who, I don't know how. Probably, I guess Middle, but they beat the they beat the heck out of us the whole time I was there. We it, weren't that good. Yeah, <laughs> we really weren't. But y'all, uh, but we tried hard. We played hard. Yeah, and I, you know, and then Jack plays at UT, mm-hmm. and uh, I can remember going to uh, Meredith and I going down to the. I thought I thought UT was going to beat Alabama. That one, it was. I think it was Jack's sophomore year, maybe, mm-hmm. where we went down. It was like a field goal. It was that. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? No, it was um, his freshman year. Was his freshman? Um, he started. I mean, he started as a. Well, he got to start because a guy, he, a guy got injured the week before against Georgia, and he got put in, and we won. We beat Georgia. Come from behind, deals fun, and then so the next week we're going to Alabama, and the kid's still hurt. So Jack gets his first collegiate start in Tuscaloosa on two thirty. CBS game. Yeah. And I was scared to death because here's my little 18-year-old baby boy who probably should have been redshirted. They just weren't they weren't good enough to redshirt anybody. They right. needed offensive linemen and you know, he was going against grown men. I mean, he go he's going against dudes that look 30 years old with just beards. Just big dudes. Ball, yeah. head, ball headed guys with beards, you know. <laughs> and like all them dudes went in the first second round and yeah. uh, and I was so worried, you know, about him and just will he be okay and and so i took a buddy the game met us down there johnny Orr, the guy you mentioned and we're sitting there and i'm watching jack every play i'm not even i mean honestly the score was like i wasn't even thinking about that i was just like man and he was was doing well he was doing well and uh i remember johnny Orr. and he 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 elbowed me in the fourth quarter he goes y'all are gonna win and i looked up i said holy shit 
Yeah. We're up. We're up five five points, I think. Right. And I was like, I just couldn't believe it. And then they, they converted a fourth and something. And, right. And went down and scored and beat us by a couple. Well, I tell you what, the Alabama, anywhere you go in Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. if you go to KFC or if you're at a funeral, the last thing they tell you is roll, tide, roll. Really? I, never, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't know I, that. I, really? I mean, did they say that? While we were there. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I'm not, hey, I, 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 I didn't know they my said My grandfather went to UT. Okay. I'm just messing with you. I know you are. So, but thanks for telling well, listeners. That's a unique fact. It is a unique fact. Let's talk a little bit what it's like being a father. And my son, William, he was going to come there. I think Jack was going to come. Pruitt's at a, at a wedding. Jack had his, uh, his camp. And they, they put on a heck of a show over there. And I got to meet uh, that Trey Smith. He's huge, man. That guy's huge. Six hey. six, about three forty three. I don't know how, but, but he's. It was kind of cool the way they would Jack and Trey. They would stop and let the kids ask questions, and that was the. Oh, it was a good night. It was good. Trey Smith is, and Josh Dobbs both. They're awesome. Yeah, Josh. I mean, Trey Smith. He's just like, I, after the thing, I was like, Trey, man, thank you for coming, and he's like, man, thank you for having me. He was, I mean, he's he was that into kind it. of kid, and this kid's you know starting. Right guard for the – or is it right or left guard for the Kansas City Chiefs? Right. Had a heck of a year, all rookie type season. 17 starts, yeah. Um, unbelievable. He's, if, if he stays healthy, he'll, he's a ten, easily a 10-year guy and uh, will we'll make a lot of money. Yeah. And then I, I'm i such a dummy sometimes, believe it or not, John. I went to Josh. That's right. And I should have studied this before. I said, are you still playing with Pittsburgh? And he goes, no, I'm – that's not too dumb. I mean, he's he's been to Pittsburgh. He's left. He's been back. Jacksonville. He went to Jacksonville for yeah. a while. And then he's now with Cleveland, which he may kind have of been. an interesting situation, really. With that Deshaun with, Watson, I mean. Baker. I mean, they, they're not sure what they're going to do with Baker. So, he may be in a good spot. Uh, that's what I was thinking. He's got the best job in football, though. You know, backup quarterback, never gets hurt, could probably hang around. He's so smart. Hang around right. 12, 13 years. Because he's like a what, – what was his degree? Like nuclear – I mean, he's a, Like aeronautics or something. Isn't that Aer- wild? Something aerospace engineering. Yeah. Very he's intelligent. very, very smart fella. Hey, uh, where is Butch Jones? Is he at Arkansas State? He's still – he's uh, quality furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Butch. Now, Butch no, Jones. This the is coach. a true story. I okay. used to uh, – I had Butch Jones, local Butch Jones on quality, quality furniture. furniture. Grew up with him. Great dude. He's in my phone. I had Butch Jones, the coach, in my phone. So when we when, when UT was going through a rough patch or something, I'd just send something to Coach Jones. Hey man, keep your head up. He's catching a lot of crap. Or yeah. hey man, keep your head up. Don't <laughs> don't read newspapers. <laughs> don't read Twitter. Yeah. And or something. Something kind of you know trying right. to motivate. Not motivational, but you know just say hey man, people love you. You know keep you know keep keep your head down. Keep working. And uh, I I'd, I'd send it to the wrong Butch and Butch Jones, my friend said. Yeah. Man, I tell you, you got me really going today, but uh, I think you got the wrong guy. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Hey, tell about the time your dad brought you turned sixteen. And you're supposed to get this real cool car. And- oh, y'all, me and Bush and Matthew Neal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you were there, but uh, no, on Bradeville Road, we always played basketball. Dad comes home and uh, it's like a rusted. Uh, it was a GMC like '68. The the springs were coming up out of the seats and bondo and just rust i mean it, it it was putrid i mean i don't think it would go 45 miles an hour but he pulls it we're playing basketball you know when you're 12 mm-hmm. i mean not 12 16, 16 <laughs> and you're playing ball you're trying you know i want to impress our friends or whatever but he goes he pulls up and it's like clink 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 you know how the motor yeah. clink 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 
he goes, hey, son, hey, Bill. He threw me the keys. Here's, here, here's your ride. And I just, I just, I was like, I, now, just, I think now, I broke down. The story down. is, you, you, there was t- like you, you, you cried like a. I baby. think I did cry. Like I was a like, baby. I was like, Dad, what? I, 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 I How was. How long did he let you go? Man, I think I think it was. I think I Ten had. For, no, I think I had to. I think I drove it for like a day or so. But then, and then, it, you and then I got that sixty-five Shelby. Shelby. GT350. Do you remember the 51 Chevy? Shelby? I think it was more of a kit car. It wasn't really a Shelby. Just you had the fake. Bill, it was Bill Walker's. Didn't you have fake Shelby stickers on it? Kind of no, it, it was actually Bill Walker's car. So it, it, it could have been. It could have been real. But I traded for a 51. I had a 51 Chevy, that orange one. Do you remember? There was a movie called. You had called some good cars. WW and the Dixie Dance Queens. It you was remember a, when you had that Peugeot? I never met anybody with a Peugeot. Well, it was called the French Cadillac, but it was a. Uh, <laughs> It stayed in the shop. Once it went in the shop, it was, you know, we we. Uh, Did you have a hard time getting it repaired? Was it hard? No, nah, I got got rid of it. Did I you find a little it. Frenchman around here. That a little <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. I like my car, <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. But that '51 oh, Chevy God. was a fast car. We we would uh we would race it. Down you liked uh, fast cars and fast women, didn't we you? We were well, well, John. You were. You uh, what did you drive? Let's talk about what did Man, you drive? I, Come on, I came from the other side of the tracks. No, I, you didn't. You grew. Hey, tell I me all the Toyota, places you lived. You lived off Corolla, seventy-three Toyota Corolla, Corolla. Paul you, never go the Corolla. I'll I'll give you an interesting fact about John Jones and I. The same guy that came up with the name Jughead for John was Paul Arnett, mm-hmm. who call, started calling me Spaz. He was good he at, and Tom Tronson. He was good at giving. He's a real good nicknamer. I'm like, here's Paul. Like. <laughs> Tommy Cribs, you know. Uh, no, Paul, Paul was, uh, Paul's funny. Like, I hardly ever see him anymore, but I'll see him at Kroger or something, and he'll go, hey, what's up, Jones? And I'm like, no, you got to call me Jughead, you son of a gun, because he started I've been that. stuck with this name for 30 years, 450, 40-something years, and no, you got to call Why do they Jug- call you Jughead? Because I have a small head. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> Why do they call me Spaz? I'm cranium challenged. Oh, dude, you're, hey, you're. You're top notch, dude. Yeah, and I want to thank you. I have a big heed. <laughs> this is the guy that gave me my break in real estate. Uh, I did, buddy. Do you want to tell a story about? Uh, you want to tell a story about? <laughs> There's me a lot of in this. No, about sales that collection agent. You're, oh, that's a great story. Go ahead and tell them that. I story. tell that story all the time. All right. I always tell. Yeah, I do. I tell my new agents that Bill Wilson. I had a guy one time. And he would ask anybody, I said, because I'm trying to train them that, look, you got to ask for the business. Right. You know, if you don't ask for the business, you're not going to get it. Are you going to get told no a lot? Yeah. Are you going to maybe whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can be as smart. You can have a Harvard degree in real estate, PhD in real estate. But if you never ask for the business, you're not going to make any money. And I said, man, I had this guy one time that literally he would he would go to funerals. I mean, the body wasn't even cold. And he'd be like, hey, let me know if I'll need to sell, you know, and. (laughs) <laughs> and but he <laughs> and it was you and uh but one time i was sitting beside bill sitting beside you and you got a call from a collection company for the orthodontics because i switched it wasn't because i didn't have money it was yeah, because yeah. i uh, changed bank yeah, go, go uh, ahead go i ahead. thought it was compromise go ahead card and uh <laughs> and i could hear him over going oh yeah uh, well, you know what i'll have to get you a new card um uh, yeah it got compromised there was a situation or something you're over you know and i'm i'm just laughing you know and um boom and then and then you turned it around on her and you were like hey uh by the way you know anybody wanting to buy or sell any real estate and i'm thinking man he asked because whether the 
and I'm sure it's a true story, your credit card was compromised. Right, right. But irregardless, most of us, including me, would not have had the guts to ask someone that is calling you for collections if they want. Because I'm sitting there thinking, in my mind, I'd be thinking, she thinks I'm a deadbeat anyway. (laughs) Or, you know, and you asked her, and damn it, she didn't have a townhome. You sold two weeks later, and I was like. Listed and sold it. That's what I mean, listed and sold it. And it just is a great illustration that, you know, have have boldness. You know, boldness beats brilliance. You know, weak in sales, right? Right. Thank you for that story. It's a beautiful story. Thank you, brother. Hey, we're going to take a break, and we're going to be right back here with John Jones for some more stories. Drake's Barbershop began when local resident Robert Drake opened the business in 1972. Veteran Jason Rigney purchased the business in 2003, and this kept Drake's Barbershop a staple here in Murfreesboro. Jason has kept the legacy alive and they will be celebrating their 50th anniversary on July 16th at the shop, so make plans to come and join the celebration. There will be live music and food. It starts at 8.30 and runs till 3 p.m. Veterans receive a discount for haircuts. You can follow them on their Facebook page at Drake's Barbershop. Who do you call when you drop your wireless device? Call iFix Wireless at 615-845-8113 or stop by and see took at 1433 Warrior Drive. They are locally owned and operated. For all of your wireless device maintenance, go and see iFix Wireless near the corner of Warrior Drive and New Salem Highway. You can also follow them on their Facebook page at iFix Wireless. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Did you know there is a new title and escrow company in town and they have 20 plus years of experience in the business? For all of your real estate closings, contact Authority Title at 615-819-5880. You can also stop by their Brandy Wine office located at 319 Hickerson Drive just off of the square. They are our preferred real estate partner. You can also follow them at Authoritarian's Escrow on Facebook. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street, for a free estimate. We also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. 
find your next car at car one we carry an assortment of makes and models to fit every budget and lifestyle head to our website car1tn.net to see our inventory and specials financing is available call us at 615-962-9450 or 615-653-7298 car one your one-stop shop located at 232 southeast broad street in murfreesboro Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. This is Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro. And we're joining the studio tonight with a legend by the name of John Jones. Um, I know people are wondering this. Let's talk about real estate for a minute. Um, you've been doing this, what, 30 years right now? Yep, it? almost th- 30 in March. And John gave me my break in, in real estate. I remember he used to, at a convenience store, he said, hey, man, why don't you do real estate? Thank you for always staying on me for that, man. You're good. Um, question. Where do you see the market going the next year? You, you're, I know interest rates are going up. Right. Y'all are fixing open. Uh, was it Riverview Cove? Mm-hmm. That's going to be a beautiful development. Talk a little bit about real estate, what you've got going on yeah. and all that good stuff. Um, I think what's going to happen in real estate is, and it's, it's kind of hard to predict because we're in unprecedented times. I've never, I don't know that this has ever happened where, you know, we've had appreciation and rents both going up at the same time, which is which is the which is because we did not build enough homes in this country in the last decade because we're in a recession. Right. Um, so, you know, there there's still going to be demand. There's still people that need housing, but I do think the rates are going to have the intended effect to slow things down. I do think they're going to slow things down a little bit when you have. A rate jump is quick, like three points in what two or three months. I mean, right. that's unprecedented, and I've already seen a little bit of a you know a little bit of a softening, which is not a bad thing. I mean, we markets have to correct, and our prices honestly have have gone gone up, and they're higher than they should be. Now, do I think it's necessarily a bubble? Do I think it's just going or you know, oh eight all over again? I don't, First, yeah, because I think there's still too much demand. But I do think that it will it will slow down a little bit, and I think there'll be more options for buyers, which I think is a good thing. I know the rates are going to be a little bit higher for buyers, but you also got to remember, I think it's going to be a situation where buyers are going to be able to negotiate a little bit, you know, not have to pay over appraisal price, right. maybe get the seller to contribute towards closing costs and things that they haven't been able to do in, in years, you know. So um, we'll see. I don't think it's going to just – there could be some price – there, there could be a little depreciation. I really don't think it's going to be crazy. Uh, I could be dead wrong. Yeah. Hell, I didn't see OA coming, so what do I know? I've got a, somebody, i got a, a follower, Jimmy Page is asking. Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. How how he thinks the hedge funds coming in to buy up as many houses mm-hmm. 
as they can it's going to affect the real estate market in other words there's right. like two or three thousand well, homes on by yeah I, you know jimmy that's a heck of a question and when i think about that um you know they came we started noticing them at the end of the recession like around i think it was like 2009 and 10 and quite honestly it really helped us come out of that thing quicker uh because they were buying these homes and um they had never really been in wall street's never been in single family until that time they you know right. they, they liked apartments they liked you know commercial centers and and office complexes because they're kind of one roof easy to manage but um they start getting single family so now they bought up a lot you know jimmy i don't know that it's really gonna i think if they weren't buying those homes they would they'd be bought by either people just regular buyers or in, in, investors because at the end of the day people gotta have a place to live so i don't know the one fear i kind of have with it jimmy is the fact they're kind of buying so many in an area it's like okay if they can control so many in a certain area does that allow them to control rental rates a little bit and kind of manipulate that and also you know if they all go to sell them or something like that you know it can you know they have they have a big chunk of our market so they definitely could have some influence over the market but i really don't know if they've hurt us or helped us because i think those homes whether they were going to be bought by somebody people have to we just don't have it. We didn't have enough houses for people to live in. Right. And so somebody's going to be living in them. Right on. Regardless. That's the main thing. And I think they're kind of taking advantage of that. Although I don't understand their math. I mean, they buy these houses, let's say, for 400000 or whatever, and they can only rent them for X. So when you look at the returns they're getting on their money after they pay management, insurance, taxes, that kind of thing, it's 35 maybe 4%, which is obviously not something I would – choose to return i would choose right but it just tells me those hedge funds have so much money yeah that they that they're okay with those kind of cash on cash returns tell us a story about marketing when you first started out mm-hmm. we used to have the thing called the buy home home buyer's guide mm-hmm. and how you used to take brochures <laughs> tell us a story about how you used oh, before to, i could it, afford before in the I very aff- beginning, yeah, in the very beginning, I couldn't afford to, you know, back in the days, this is pre-internet. We would there was all those real estate books in the grocery stores, you know, buy yeah. a home, and I can't remember the home buyer's guide, home yeah. buyer's guide, yeah. And so I could not, I could not afford an ad in there because I didn't have any money, right? So I came up with this idea. I may have stole this idea from Mitchell Bowman, but I came up with uh, this deal where I would, we would take this neon piece, pink neon paper. Uh, before computers were that good so we would tape little houses on them make a bunch of copies something like hey keep your payments at 650 get in for 1500 work equity that kind of thing and we would fold them and i would get von dotson a great friend uh maybe buy him a couple of cold beers and right. i would make him run in the kroger he'd get all the books bring them back to the car we'd stuff that where it'd fall out right in the middle so when somebody <laughs> opened it and you know i remember one month I do remember this. We sold three houses off that. Off ad. that. Yeah. That's awesome. And man. then like later on I had money to pay for that. I never would get the the calls that I would get when I had that kind that of That started it right I there. I kept thinking the people that on the magazine would call me. Right. And like, I was What I was are you doing, say, man? Yeah, I was gonna say, Well, it's a free magazine. Right. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, but I guess they never I guess they never found out. They never caught know. on. No. Speaking of calling, we've got a caller on the phone. Okay. Who is it? Caller, go ahead. You're on the Mr. Murphy's Pearl Show. Is this Mr. Murfreesboro? Is this Matthew? 
as my dad used to remember. Hey, dad with Matthew. He couldn't say Matthew. He'd say M A F E D. Matthew. Hey, buddy. Bill, John, I was listening to you talk about Bill's work ethic at the funeral home when the bill collector called. And yeah. I think I think Larry Neal got shortchanged because when Bill worked for him, he had the work ethic. <laughs> hey, that was in South. I was coming out of a bad relationship, Matthew. You know that. Well, he had a lot of things going on back then, Matthew. <laughs> 22 years know. old, living in Hilton Head. Yeah, he, he didn't like he he didn't know what manual labor was. He grew up no. very privileged. What very was, privileged. It, what was it, that name of that company? Store development was uh, Larry Neal's store, wasn't it? He, yeah, it was Bill, hey, Bill Matthew, did not have a good summer pouring concrete. Matthew, uh, Bill thought manual labor was an old Spaniard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I didn't know we were going to go here, Matthew. Hey, what he's what getting nervous, so he's turning go. red. Matthew, go ahead. But no, thank you too to to Matthew Neal for giving me a job. Well, actually, it was Larry Neal. That was Larry. Yeah, yeah. Larry was a different cat. He was. He, he was, was a great character. one. Larry Neal. Yeah. Could John, build, a, John, build a house in sixty best, days. Uh, Larry Neal. Larry Neal impersonations of all time. But now y'all are killing it tonight. Really enjoying it. Thanks, hey, brother uh, Matthew. Um, hey, boys. Matthew. What? Did you inherit uh, your dad's ability to build a house in sixty days? Is, no. What about Matt? No. Is, is Matt Wallace's house? How's that coming along? Oh God! <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Bill. I'm sorry. You bring up some of your past? No, 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 no. Hey, I love hey, you, buddy. Larry, Thanks for Larry, calling in. We're get we're getting some static here. Hang. On. <laughs> See you, buddy. See you, man. Hey, uh, I I tell you what I've done in the last couple months. I I've got a new bill going in Bedford County, and the contract stated that the price may go up and the people had to sign it before we you know before we i guess before we went to contract yeah one day it was like 390 two days it's later crazy, it was like man. 400 i've never i mean i've you've been doing it longer oh no i mean these builders are just they're well the prices were so volatile uh you know um of, of materials that they were scared. I mean, I get it. They, you know, you're going to write a contract that on a home that's going to be built in eight months. They right. they needed something there to protect them. We've got like two minutes. Tell us yeah. about Riverview Cove. Riverview Cove um, is the old Nelson property uh, back in, in, you know, Riverview area off of Moccasin, Rigsby, London. And uh, just kind of been sitting there forever. Beautiful piece of property, about 20-some-odd acres. And we've got 44 kind of executive-type Lots, lots that are bigger lots bigger lots you know going to do nice high-end type homes uh which we haven't had around here in a long nope. time so there's been a lot of demand we got great builders going in there uh the mayor shane mcfarland who does a fantastic job joy richardson richardson homes tim dutton heritage homes and uh pj, PJ McElhay, and josh loy who own four corners homes um are going to be our builders, which I'm excited. They're all great guys and do a good job, honest, good dudes. So. When are y'all going to break ground? I mean, we're, well, we're, the lots we're hoping to be ready in the next four four weeks. And, wow. Uh, yeah. So six months to build, nine months. Uh, man, I think just depends. Yeah, I think it just depends on the the customization. But I would say anywhere from you know five to eight months type right. thing. But I want to tell everybody, all the fathers out there, Happy Father's happy Day. Happy Father's Day. Fathers, give, give us uh, advice about being a father. Just I don't know, man. I mean, it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do because, you know, you you want to you wanna do the right thing and there's no playbook. And our fathers did the best they could, but they weren't perfect. But right. I just know, you know, you can give a kid all the advice you want to give them, but at the end of the day, they may not follow your advice, but at some point they're going to follow your example. 
and uh, I learned this from trying you. to be a good example. Prepare. You don't want to prepare the. Uh, you don't want to prepare the path for the child. You want to prepare the child for the path. And Teach what, a man to fish. Hey, feed him do for you a meal. Remember this? Do you remember no, this? What is, what is this? Give what? a man a fish. Feed him for a meal. What Teach is, a man to fish. Do you remember? Feed him for a lifetime. Lifetime. Do you remember what PIOB is? PIOB. No. Potential income on board. Oh, you, man, do you remember beautiful. we used to have billboard? We, we used to have those dry race boards. We keep yeah. up with everything. PIOB. PIOB. That's good. Okay. Now, what's that have to do with fathers? No, I'm just I'm just wondering if you knew uh, that. I'm no, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm uh, very I grateful. I didn't know that acronym. I'm very grateful that you took the time to come up here. In all seriousness. In all seriousness, thank I, you. For I having love me. you, buddy. I appreciate what you do. I love your website, right. Mr. Murfreesboro. You always keep us updated. Great pictures, great thank history. You. Thank you. You are a historian. I love I love history. You know that. I've Since C.B. Arnett, you are the town historian. Well, I don't know what Bill Jakes is. I call him Bill Dan. Jakes. Is Bill good. Jakes is. If you want factual information, call Bill Jakes. <laughs> if you want, <laughs> you want a good story. If call you me. want, kind of, maybe, sorta, we think it. Call you. I'm well, just kidding. No, no, I love I, your pictures. Lo- no, all kidding aside. I yeah, love man, you. love you, buddy. You. Thanks Thank for you. Uh, thanks for doing this, and we'll we'll we will be back. We got one minute left. One minute, uh, yeah, well, man. Let's keep talking. What are you going to talk about? What about uh, going to wrestling matches at uh, the Old first Fort, time Old Fort Park? You and I took Jack, Daniel Brackman, Pruitt, and William may have been. We took them to the first wrestling match, w- Judgment w- Day. Judgment Day at uh, it was at Bridgestone, Bridgestone, yeah, and it was uh, Rick WWE. Flair and Flair. But what about be- the guys we grew up watching? Uh, Jackie, Jackie Fargo, Dirty Dutch Mantel, who you got to meet That's and I right. got to meet. Tojo. Uh, Tojo Yamayoto, David Chandler, Tommy Cribbs, and I used to go Gypsy Joe. Gypsy Joe. What about Nick Gullis? Or Nick George Gullis. He, George taught, Gullis. he taught school at Smyrna. Uh, Lance uh, Brown. and then Lance Brown. Who, Who's that? He was the speaker. He was the, the reporter. Lance. Lance. What? Not Lance. What? David Brown and Lance. I can't remember. What about Gordon C? What was it? Gordon, Gordon Soley. Georgia uh, Championship Wrestling. So a very, a very farewell from the Peachtree State. That's right. He will be uh, Rick Flair, who's 73, is going to be wrestling on July 31st at the Tennessee He's Fairgrounds. Awesome. And I think we're going to go to that. Best, best, best wrestler, Eric, professional wrestler ever. Eric Parks has got tickets. So we're in your give me Give me your Ric Flair impersonation. Woo, nature boy. Huh? Ric Flair. Bad Street, USA. Bad Street, Last you, House Matthew on the Left. Matthew can do it. Last House on the Left. You deadly yellow dog. Thanks, everybody, for Let's tuning in to the Mr. Murphy's Show. Thank you, We've been with John Jones. All right. Thank Go you. Go out and do something nice. Do something good for somebody. Do something good for somebody.